Good morning, you listen to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Dean Thompson, the president of the RFCI, the Resilient Floor Covering Institute. Dean, how you doing? Kemp, I'm doing very, very well, thank you. As most people, I have lots of concern about physical health and the economic prosperity of our country. But uh, as with most people as well, I remain pretty optimistic that we will be seeing a better situation as we march down here in the next six or seven months. Well, that's a mouthful of a greeting, so I'm going to go ahead and get right into that because you live in the state of Georgia, and from what I understand, our whole future depends on what happens in the state of Georgia on January 5th. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty controversial, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens on January the 5th. I tell you, if you, if you own the television station in Georgia, you would be counting your money be very happy. Dancing in the street, that's for sure. Okay, what we're talking about, for those that don't know, there's a Senate runoff election for two seats in the U.S. Senate. It's highly contested and $300 million being spent on it. But uh, let's get to why I called you. You have done something that, as a head of a trade association, I applaud because I think every trade association should be focusing on making sure more people buy the products that you represent, and you represent resilient floor covering. So effective last week, you've announced the beginning of a consumer campaign coupled with a trade campaign for a website and a whole movement to get people to realize the beauty of resilient flooring. The website, the URL, is beautifullyresponsible.com, right? Right. And it's a little bit like in our flooring world, there are other ones of these. The ceramic tile industry has one called Y-Tile. The hardwood floors industry has real wood, real floors. So you're in there as well. You gave a presentation on this last Friday. You talk about the fact, and I concur, that the resilient floor covering, particularly the LVT business, is the fastest growing category in the business, right? Yes, there's no question that resilient flooring as a general category has nearly tripled over the last number of years from 2007 to 2019. It's grown from $2.3 billion to about $6.4 billion. And interestingly enough, the last couple of years have seen unprecedented growth in the LVT area. I know 2018 over 17 was up 43%, and we had another nearly 30% growth in 2019 over 2018. So, yes, that category has grown significantly. Resilient flooring, there is some strength in our breadth of offering. Yes, it's dominated by LVT, but I think also in today's present environment, the people having uh, even greater emphasis on cleanliness, sterility, and performance, that we have multiple products. We have nine different categories, including sheet vinyl and, and rubber, which work well in, in healthcare environment. So we have really good strength and breadth of offering. And I think the other thing for Resilient that's really helping us is the appeal to market segments. As the trend to hard surfaces has grown, we have seen expanded use of our product into categories such as the hotel and the hospitality industry, where now it's common to be seeing LVT uh, being used in rooms. So I think the, the breadth of the Resilient flooring offering and the breadth of our segment penetration is very good. I can tell you that there are two or three sheet vinyl producers right now who are doing extremely well because the transportation, manufactured housing, and RV markets are are booming. Well, let me ask you, Dean, if things are going so well and you're the fastest and only probably category that's growing, uh, why are you spending money on something like this? I mean, I guess you just want to make sure you hit it while it's hot, right? That's a great point. I think one of the key things about significant growth I think there also comes significant responsibility. Mm -hmm. 
and the responsibility is to reflect on that growth, understand the, the foundation for it, and to make sure that going forward, we have in place the strategy that will enable us to continue to build on that. Uh, we know for sure that as our segment has grown, we have taken significant share from other segments. We also know in our vital sector, which is the biggest part of our business, as we've grown, we continue to get additional antagonism from some of the environmental groups. So we've called a lot more attention to our category based on the growth. We have seen a lot of growth in terms of the consumer interest in environmental and sustainability. We know for, from research that 41% of Americans want to be seen as someone who buys eco-friendly products. So we're definitely seeing that environmental trend moving rapidly into the consumer side. And then along with that, we have seen substantial growth in social media. And so the whole dynamic of how we have to look and view our messaging is significantly different. So today in social media, the strength of social media is that it's easy to get into. And that's also a weakness because that says everybody can file away at you as they choose. But uh, it's important for a category like ours that's had this growth that we are in control of our message mm -hmm. and that we don't let the market control the message, that we take control of that. And one way to do that is to unite our manufacturers around a key strategy of how we're going to communicate to consumers. Now, I don't want to confuse this with some of the big marketing campaigns of years gone by, like Got Milk and some of those others. That, this is not a broad-based a roll-it-out-to-television kind of campaign. This is a very, very focused on consumers, on sustainability, via social media. Mm -hmm. uh, we think that that's where we can really drive the interest is through aggressive monthly, day-in and day-out social media work will drive traffic to the beautifully responsible web website, which in turn drives traffic to all of our 22 manufacturers who are participating in this program. Glad you brought that up. This is being paid for by your membership, so there's 22 companies that are footing the bill for this. You say it's social media. Will you be buying keywords, pay-per-click? Yes, all of that is lumped in. I mean, one of the first things we did, and by the way, this isn't just something we have done on a lark. We are very strategically focused at RFCI. One is how we are promoting the industry around uh, sustainability, and in particular, at the consumer level, mm -hmm. uh, we've really been very strongly emphasizing, obviously, on the commercial sector, which is about half our business. All of us have taken a really strong leadership role there through the support of LEED and all the green building rating systems and other things we've done. But we haven't been quite as aggressive, I don't think, as we needed to be at the consumer side. So we're trying to be in front on that. This message basically has three components to it, one of which we call mindful manufacturing. And mindful manufacturing is all about having resilient flooring manufactured in ways that really reflect sustainability leadership. The second one is what we call living well, and that's all about addressing the consumer from having a healthy lifestyle, and it's important more than ever. And uh, we think that resilient flooring does deliver a cleaner, healthier interior environment. And then the third component of this message is called made for life. We think when people make investments like they make in flooring, they want to make sure that they're getting a return on that investment and it's protected with durability and performance, reducing waste uh, as we go through time. So those three cornerstone messages kind of roll up into what we've called uh, beautifully responsible, which is the umbrella uh, theme for the, for the campaign that we are moving ahead with as we speak. 
All right, so you're launching this. It's out there now. If you want to take a look at it, the website is beautifullyresponsible.com. Obviously, the website is just one dimension of it. Again, been talking to Dean Thompson, the president of the RFCI, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloridaLA.net.